Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday here at J Train Feather Nation Studios. A full house here. We got Classic Shelb is back. It's a wild scene here. Line out the door this morning. People are going nuts. It, it's really crazy. Love being here at the Feather Nation Studios. Love having Shelby. How you been? Amazing. Amazing. In September. It's a. It's fucktember, baby. This is the time of year. People always bring up the summertime as the. No, 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 no. September, October. Finally, it's a good temp. It's a great temperature for fucking. This is the temperature you want. Not too cool, not too hot. A subtle breeze. Do more fucking. That's right. As Cat Williams once said. Do, do more fucking. These are the months to do that. These are the months. These are the ones where you're going to go out and everyone's stuck in their town. No one has, everyone has a summer house or a beach place to go to. No one has a fall house. Everyone's out there yeah, looking to meet people. That's why the J Train podcast is as important as it's ever been. More instrumental in your life than you ever thought it could be. It's vital. Vital. The air to which you breathe is the J Train podcast. And I'm here. The wizard. Hello. Hello. The wizard of weddings. The sultan of swipes. Prince of promos. The master of moms. Yeah. The wizard of haas. Uh, the, the, the titan of taglines. Titan of taglines. The papal of posters. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday and Friday, and you got to tell a friend. Tell a friend, 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 tell a friend, friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, 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 tell a friend, tell a friend, friend, friend. You got to do it. Yep. That's how we, that's how we grow. That's, you know, that's what keeps me going. And whenever you guys, <clears throat> Make it your Instagram story. Oh my God. Does that feel good? It's you know what it feels like? It feels like I'm I'm wading out into a a, a like a like a dewy forest. Mm-hmm. It's dewy. I'm walking out and I take my t-shirt off. So I'm shirtless, I got pants on, and then it gets dewier as I move into the forest. Okay. And at a certain point, I go, you know what? It's fucktember. I should take off these itchy pants. Mm-hmm. So I take off the pants, and it's just me and my underwear. And then all of a sudden, there's a little hummingbird going up against a flower. <laughs> and the hummingbird is sipping some, some of that juice out of the flower. Some hot nectar. A little hot nectar. And then I come over, I take off my underwear, and I take my balls and I push them back on the back side of my legs. So I hold my legs tight with my balls coming out the behind. Okay. And I bend over and I have the hummingbird just buzz, buzz, buzz its wings against my nuts. Mm. That's what it feels like when you guys make it your Instagram story. A little hummingbird. <laughs> On a dewy day, 
feathering my nuts with its quick wings. I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. Kind of cool, kind of cool. Very excited about today's guest. An OKP, a dear friend, a, f- a, f- a fop, friend of the pod. James Mad Dog Matter. James Woo! Matter. What up, baby? What a pleasure it is. Oh, my goodness, sir. I mean, so good to have you back. To see you cut that promo. That's right, man. Up front. Are you kidding me? We push it hard in the front. I will run through a wall right now. That's right. You should coach football. You you would hummingbird right into that wall. I am a hummingbird now. You're a hummingbird. We're all hummingbirds now. I'm very excited to have James on because he's a good friend and a fucking hilarious comic that if you don't follow already, you need to right now at James L. Mattern. And. Mr. Mattern has his debut comedy album out right now. That's right, baby. That's exactly the sound you will be making as you listen to it. I agree. I've listened to the album. It's fantastic. It's called No Segways. Not a single one on it. Not a single. If you want to, do you want to? So I, uh, this audience, I we're not like in that nerd comedy world okay this audience is you know i don't get artwork <laughs> made of my show from listeners you know the you know there's a lot of podcasts out there they they go one week and then all of a sudden they have one big fat nerd hilarious making an artist rendering of their face to make a poster with and you're like how did that happen this audience we have a huge audience right shelby massive massive and not once have I had a painting made of sure. me hosting the podcast like I matter. That's not the type of audience we have. We have fun, awesome individuals who go out, party, want to be successful, forward-thinking people, okay? But they don't really dance in the waters of the stand-up world, but I, that's why I like to push people here because right now you should pause the podcast Go on Apple, iTunes, go on Spotify, go on Stitcher. You just search James Matter. That's it. No segues. It's going to come up, and that is a fun little little trip away from podcast land to now a stand-up land where you can listen to a full album. It's a. It feels like you're in the room without having to go out of your house, and you can hear the laughter of the crowd. You can hear. You can hear the drinks clinking. You and can. Th- that's what it's all about with a stand-up album. And uh, where did you tape it? What, what's your experience? I am the first album ever at New York Comedy Club's second location mm. on Fourth Street. It used to be a club before <laughs> that. I always loved that place. I, they <laughs> took over the space. Yeah. I go. I got dibs and they said yeah. the dibs is there baby i love it i love it and i love the way i'm the first ever album there. at the second location the second location at four o'clock on a tuesday i'm specific ever. yeah you did it with two you bags of kit kats in the green room i brought them to calm myself down now but that's an amazing thing because the new york comedy club that's a place that we both perform i love that club new york comedy club on fourth street is their new location and you did the first album there, and, and it was a fun experience. Everything was great. It was a delight. It kept getting delayed because this is how good they are. Um, one of the owners, there's Emilio, and there's Scott. Scott yep. is a musician and an engineer, and he owns a studio, musical studio. So he understands the sound game. He, he was Him and Shelby could have a, a long talk. Let's put them in a room together. none of us would want to hear. Oh, yeah, but it'll be a good time. <laughs> yeah. we, we'll just let them do their thing. It's a podcast no one wants. Yeah. 
Um, sound, <laughs> sound with Sheldon. <laughs> um, but he kept trying to make it perfect. Working the levels with Shelby. Oh, that's a good one right there. There it is. Write yeah. it down. Yeah, let's do it in Dolby. Is that still a yeah. thing? Is Dolby even still a thing? I'm okay with that. Is there still Dolby sound? Not in podcasts. No. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> do it. We got to create, maybe we should create a name for certain sounds like Dolby. We need a Shelby sound. Ooh, buddy, that's a good task. <laughs> that's the Shelby. That is the Shelby. <laughs> so you, but the sound's it. perfect because okay. he wanted to be perfect. I can hear fillings move when people laugh in the album. See, this that's is, why you do it. This is the thing with an album: you want to close your eyes and feel like you're in the comedy club, and that's why because a stand-up album is so different from a music album because a music album in the booth they're singing, it's perfect. A stand-up album. Is perfect in its imperfection. Exactly. You know, and, and you're sitting and you're hearing what gets laughs, what doesn't get laughs, the 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 subtle pauses. It's a it's a it's a fun experience. I love it, man. And, and it's called no segues. Why? Because I goddamn don't have any. <laughs> so I have just, no attention span. Just joke to joke. I was gonna call it something else. Yeah. Initially from the jump. What and then I listened to I was gonna call it house money. Okay. And then I listen to it and I go, ain't a goddamn thing about this house money. But I talk about how my lack of segues is there and yeah. that the effort. I, look, man, I even acknowledge it in the record that I'm a host and a warm up comic a lot. Mm -hmm. And so it's rare that I get to do a full set. And I'm, I'm, I'm winking at everyone, even though it's not on camera, Love discussing it. it. And so it is weird for me to go, hey, uh, I just brought this up. That's weird, huh? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I don't usually know how to do well, it. Because that, when you're hosting, you have to constantly go up and go, hey, remember Tuesday? Yeah, you yeah. You know, like you, all, you have to bring everything back to normalcy. Someone just went on stage. They got done being like, and I came in her mouth. And everyone goes, ah, <laughs> good night, everybody. And then you come on, give it up for Mouthcomer. Mouthcomer. And then... He's having a great year. Brad, he's taking his act to the next level. He's on the rise. <laughs> and then you come on. Are we? And you got to reset the room yeah. to get it ready for, you know. A girl looks like a librarian who whispers on stage. Librarian yeah. tits. Yeah. So you, you got to come on. She's not having as good a year as Mouth Cover. No, no, no. But Mouth I mean, Cover's we'll doing well. We'll get there. But Tim library, library tits. <laughs> <laughs> has to come up and you got to go up and go how are we doing are we okay give it up for the wait staff all right yo do you guys remember that time when the guy got blankety you know remember that time the guy lost his foot on tinder and you're like and everyone goes oh, i don't know you know so you're coming up you're coming up in you know rough waters it's rough waters and that's why you gotta that's you know i can understand where you're like well listen these are the jokes i prepared from Coming up after Mouthcomer. Years after Mouthcomer. Can I just say this, J-Train? If sure. we would have done this two weeks ago, I would have made my fantasy football team name Librarian Tits. <laughs> I mean, that it's way better than Cracked Open and Cleaned Out. Librarian I, Tits would definitely take the cup this I, year. It's a great name. I'm pumped you're here. Uh, I'm, I'm honored. Everyone Thank you go follow James at James L. Mattern on Instagram. Go follow the album, No Segways. Literally, you can go right now iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to music, you can find an album. You just type in James Mattern. It's going to pop up if you're on Spotify, all that stuff. It's there, baby. It's all there. Fantastic. James is fucking hilarious. Uh, you got the J-Train stamp of approval.
Choo-choo. Right there. I love it, baby. Listen, uh, we're going to do some emails. I want to get through the, the mailbox because you're an OKP. You get the show. If you want to come see me. Hold on. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to have to stop you. What's that? You've been doing a lot lately. I have. You've You're been right. all over the country. Yeah, that's right. You've been in multiple countries. Multiple <laughs> countries. Multiple countries. At the same time. At the same time. I, I had my one leg on Windsor, one leg on Detroit. And for seven episodes, I wasn't even here. I know. We missed you. You and must have been... You must be exhausted. Today. I am exhausted. So I think today we should let somebody else do your plugs. Oh, please. I would love that. <laughs> this is... Shelby always has something up his sleeves, and, I, and, and I'm waiting. You know, this person might be behind my front door right now at Feather Nation Studios. I'm wondering who's going to walk through that door. Fix your eyes to this screen here. Okay. Hey, this is Ben Higgins here, and I want to <laughs> let you know that Jared will be coming to do stand-up in the following cities. Appleton, Wisconsin on 10-3. Ben Higgins. And on the You Up tour in Miami, Florida on 1010, Orlando, Florida on 1011, Atlanta, Georgia on 1012, and Nashville on 1013. Well, Jared, best of luck, man. Thanks, Ben Higgins. That is, wow, what That's an terrific. appearance, what a guest appearance. This is wonderful. Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. It is. Shelby, how'd you get Ben Higgins to announce my dates? I just had to pull, I know there's pull been some, strings. Some, some Bachelor people, you had Tyler. And that's the most, mm-hmm. Ben Higgins is the the most beloved former Bachelor. Yeah. He is. Wow. You had Nick Vial. First Nick Vial, Ty- now Be- Ty- Tyler C. Everybody's gone crazy. Wow. This is quite a guest appearance. I gotta, I gotta get what a get, a get here to let people know. Holy shit! And Ben knows my dates. Maybe he'll be at the shows. I hope so. We'll see. So <laughs> that's an amazing <laughs> special guest. This is terrific. This is great. It's ben great Higgins. to be here for Thank history. you, Ben. Uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, and then the U Up tour is coming to Miami and. Orlando and Nashville and Atlanta. Go get those tickets. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. I don't know how you pulled it. Just uh, it's been in the works. I had to do it. Wow, great! Give it up for Classic Shelb. I mean, this is unbelievable. So thank you. Let's do the emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with James Mattern at James L Mattern. General breakup tips and advice. Ooh. J Train Classic Shelb, love the podcast. Really, recently started listening, and it's really helped me through relationship anxiety, breakup, dating, etc. Very simple and perhaps general question here, but I don't think it's been addressed this far in your podcast, at least not directly and as a topic on its own. What are your top tips for dealing with a breakup? Specifically, a breakup that seemed a bit out of the blue was and wasn't really mutual, though ended with a mature conversation without anger. Dealing with this now was recently broken up with, and though and though I'm comfortable recognizing it wasn't just the, it just wasn't the match, it's still tough to deal with, especially since there's nothing to be angry about. It just didn't work out. I've always found that these types of breakups are harder than the ones that end in anger. I totally agree. I'd much rather walk in on someone like on my girlfriend fucking another dude than her going to me. I just don't know. It doesn't feel right because at least with the fucking another dude, you go. Yeah, that, that, I hate that person, they're out. It gives you something to rally against. Exactly. It gives you something to go, as good as it was, nothing was as bad as that moment. Yes. 
And you when, can convince yourself, I shouldn't be upset. Yeah, yeah. They fucked up. They, they fucked don't up. deserve me. Exactly. I'm moving on. When it's mutual and you both go, yeah, I'm just not. Like, it's it's purgatory. Yeah. You're kind of in limbo. You're in limbo. So she writes, are harder than the ones in anger as if someone cheats. I've already muted the ex on Instagram and have come off, have cut off communication. But other tips might have for getting over the breakup. The fear may happen again and getting back out there would be appreciated. For background, I'm in my mid-20s living in NYC, though I think anyone out there would benefit from general advice on the topic and it seemed like we all go through it at one point or another. Keep doing what you're doing. So what do you think, uh, Mr. Madden? It's tough. It's, it, you sometimes... Do you have any go-to things you do? Um, I uh, drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the ride home, because I'm probably too sad to even hook up. Yeah. Even though it's your goal, but you just become a mope dick. And sure. you just drink and all Good that. Good old mope dick. I'm mope dick. Mope dick and library tits hang out on a Saturday night. I, my, this is my fantasy <laughs> hockey and basketball squads waiting to be named. Um, I uh, listen to sad music and cry yeah. when I get home. Uh, <laughs> I run around the house. Uh it, it's, thing, it's interesting. I think you bring up a good point. I door. want it. It is so great when you have something to rally against and focus I on. I know. I keep going back to a girl that I know is not good for me in my head. Mm. And I'll text her every once in a while, think what's up. And I realize she's not what I think she is. But I need yeah. something in my head to fantasize about. I want you to be upset when I'm not around. Mm -hmm. Shit like we need something to centralize. So when someone breaks your heart, it's a lot easier than just. Meh. For sure. You but just it, don't know, but you know what it was. You said something that I think could help a lot of people. It's okay to be sad about it. It's okay to tear up a little. Tear up. Get a good cry. Oh my God. Listen, listen to some sad music. Go to a friend. Talk to them about it. You, you get, with your friends, you get like a week. They'll give you a week. After a week, <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up. Mm. Um, because after that, like I know people that like, you'll be like, how you doing? They're like, Still thinking about, you know, Stacy. And you're like, from eight years yeah, ago? Yeah. Like, get the fuck. I'm done with you. Go see a therapist. It's worse. Sometimes they don't even say it that bluntly. They crowbar yeah. it in. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't see it coming. It's like, so so how are you? Things I'm are okay. great. Yeah, I things out. are good. I worked out. Uh, you know, I went to the gym. <laughs> the, you know, I, I use the... Uh, I use the pull-up machine, um, you know, because I can't do a full pull-up. And Stacy used to tell me that if I could do a full pull-up, I would be, you know, yeah, and it's, it's like, oh, what? How do we get to Stacy land? You it's know? like, oh, do you like the Jets this week? Yeah, I like the Jets. Yeah. You know what I don't like? Is that Stacy like? and her cousin used to gang up on me and tell me I wasn't good enough. But guess what? I am yeah. good enough. How did we end up here? It's, it's as if you woke up. In a nightmare, yeah. You know, when your friend, but like you do get the week, and and what I would do, go fucking go to a friend, be like, hey, let's can we go get drinks and fucking hang out? I think what people people try to do this thing with breakups where they like, oh, this is my own thing, I have to deal with it. Reach out to a friend that you that you trust to give you the ear. Mm -hmm. Some friends don't give you the ear. They're they're just like, hey, I'm on my phone. <laughs> I like I always talk about like when I'm talking about jokes or I'm telling a story, there are certain friends I would never go to with a joke. There's certain friends I would not be like, hey, what do you think of this premise? Because they're just this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't uh-huh. even give you anything. Uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. Well, that wasn't the punchline. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, it should have no, no. been. It should have been. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they go, the oh, you know what my idea was about this? Oh, my no, yeah. God. You don't want that person. I hate that. You want to go idea. to the person with the joke, and you tell the joke, and they're laughing through it with you, and they go, and this, yes. and that, and this. You want the friend that you can go to with the breakup, and you're like, and I just don't get it. And then they can go, you know, in my relationship, I got broken up with. Like, I want you to go to someone you would do a podcast with. Yes. Go to someone you would have a podcast with and don't start a podcast. Don't do, don't be dumped person that goes, this is the show. No, 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 no. No one wants to fucking, no one, no one wants to hear that fucking I love- podcast. I love the this is the show. Yeah, idea no, this now. is it. Remember back in the day, and back in the day, it was like five, six years ago. I was like, oh, that should be in your act. And now everything is a goddamn podcast yeah, or a web yeah. series. Like, oh, I stubbed my toe, and then somehow my elbow started bleeding. That's your that's, fucking series. No, that's, that's, that's your that's, web series. That's your, that's web your web show. You're the stub guy. You stub your toe every day. <laughs> and, but and a different body part bleeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, about the Office podcast? No. no. I shit you not. Uh, Pam and Angela are literally doing a, a podcast where each week they break the down... The two worst characters? They break down an episode of The Office, the show they uh, were on. Are they in character? The only reason I'm... A, if, if they're in character, get that podcast out of my face. Because I think that's face. starting. But if that... the People only are reason, doing that. But that podcast only works because I want to hear, like, who was fun on the set that day? Who... Oh, you have a cool story about that episode. I mean, I don't know. This is we've gotten off. The, we're off the rails. I, I, I will say this though: you go to someone that you would have a podcast with that would ha- that would talk this out with you in the way that we're talking yeah. out here, and have a talk about it. Get it out of your system. Get the say the things you can't say to your mom. Say the things. <laughs> yeah, and he tickled my ass, and I really liked it when he tickled my ass while he went down on me. Like, have those things so you can say the good, the bad, and the ugly, so that you. Because when you get snuck up with on a breakup, when you feel comfortable in a relationship, and someone comes to you and goes, "I just wasn't there with you," it feels like you were in a delusional state. So you need to get. I think the best times to talk to someone is when you feel delusional and you go, "Am I crazy?" And they go. No, you're not crazy here, but but you're crazy yeah. there, mm-hmm. and it was never really that. You need perspective, and that's why this podcast exists. That's why people come here. But I think when you go to a friend and you take out all the bullshit, that's such a helpful thing. Be sad about it. She said she muted the guy. I would unsubscribe. I, I know it seems harsh, but get the fuck out. Get out. Get out of the building. It's burning down. You don't need to feed. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. The you don't need you don't <laughs> need to be in the house. Get out of here. You don't need to be in the house when the when 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 the structure breaks. And when the structure breaks is when he finds a new girl, and you get curious. And because he's in your muted story, you can still search him. And you go, well, what what's he doing today? I'm feeling down. And then you see the story is him with another girl that looks exactly like you. And you're like, oh my god! Now you're now you're re going yeah. through it. Let me clean up this blood from all the knife that just went in. Yeah, it. and it's like I think those are very good tips and ways that I've been helped through tough times is to talk with someone you would start a podcast with. I think that's like a, a because I don't know what else I could really say to someone going through a breakup because I can't tell you how to feel. I can't, and I can also say if it ended, it ended for a reason. 
That's the one thing I also say. And always remember that. Yes. And and it's hard to convince yourself that. Because he might come back and go, oh, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. It is very, very difficult. Respect the difficulty of ending something. Respect that difficulty because when you come back to it, you're going to go, well, things were good. It was actually... No, 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 no. He decided to do surgery without Novocaine. <laughs> That's how hard it is. Like he's a fucking Civil War doctor? That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine hey, this won't a- hurt. Here of a shot of gin yeah. and just start sawing a fucking leg. That's yeah. what a breakup is. <laughs> we are sponsored, people. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those gold jeans, being more in tune with your body's needs, or practicing more self-care. This is Noom, okay, people? What I love about Noom and what I love about the app is that you it's what we're doing isn't working. I, I have to say this to myself all the time. What you're doing, what you think is healthy. Oh, I got whole wheat bread. Oh, you we've all convinced ourselves of what is healthy and how to be healthier, and we're going, we're flying by the seat of our pants. None of us know what we're doing, but we're all convinced that we're, we're the, whatever strategy we're doing is the right one. But Noom is about teaching you the healthy habits that are proven by science, that are proven by professionals, and giving you a little pinch in your side to let you know that today is the day. Hey, still got to be healthy. That's what I love about Noom. It's always popping up on your phone. It's your, it's your annoying it's your annoying little friend that's like, hey, 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 you can't eat all that crap. Hey, 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 go weigh in. Go now. That's what all of us need because as you get older, there's less people in your life that are kind of nagging you. Let Noom be the nag. That should be their catchphrase because it is. It's an, uh, it's an annoying friend that's into health that goes, hey, uh, you haven't walked. Come on. That's what Noom is. Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Based in psychology, this is a big deal. Noom teaches you why you do the things you do. This, is a, this also has to do with this podcast. People are like, oh, you give dating advice? No, no, no. I'm giving perspective. I'm giving you the why. People don't want to hear, dump him. Fuck her. No, 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 no. They want to hear, well, yeah, he did this because of that and because of this and because of that. That's what Noom is about. It's going to tell you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. They say it's based on cognitive behavioral approach. I say it just works, okay? It's not a diet. It's a healthy, easy-to-stick-to way of life, okay? You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train, okay? There's really no reason to not do this. You're sitting there. If you're, if, if you're sitting there happy with your body, get out of my life. If, if you're, I, I kid, but I'm saying most of us, you know, want to make a little change. 
Most of us aren't, you know, we're all, you know, the 600-pound life people, they're on TV. You are normal you, and I am normal me, and we think a lot alike. There's no reason not to get Noom to make a little bit of a change. N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash J-Train. Noom.com slash J-Train. Noom.com slash J-Train, the last weight loss program you'll need. <laughs> J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Here with James Mattern at James L. Matter. No segues. Go right now. If you haven't paused yet, and looked up James on Spotify or or Apple iTunes or wherever the wherever you get music. You're an asshole. You're a dick. Because I need you to go stream it now. <laughs> Here's the thing about these comedy albums too. What people don't realize is that you listen for free, but the artist gets paid every time you listen. Maybe I get a little ching ching ching. That's right. So you got to ring the register without Bring it even. For me, baby. You don't even have to purchase anything to help. An artist like James. Just leave it on Spotify all day when you're doing other stuff. On replay. That's it. Luxury problem. Destination bachelor parties versus my travel plans. I love this scene. Come on. Love the title. J-Train, Feather Feather. (laughs) I'm a 29-year-old guy living in New York. I have a wide set of friends from different circles. The last two years have been filled with bachelor parties and out-of-town weddings of all sizes and budgets. I'm happy to spend vacation days and money for fun trips to celebrate my friends, but I'm finding that it is being it is taking away from resources for trips that I want to take. I was recently asked to be in a wedding for a friend from college. He lives in Philly while we get together maybe once a year, but I wouldn't not consi- I would not consider him a very close friend anymore. Of course I said I would be in the wedding, but he also asked that I help plan his bachelor party that he wants for a long weekend at a beach town of our choosing. But he does not want it to be close in Jersey. His wedding is on a Friday, which means I will need to take the day off and potentially Thursday for rehearsal and other things. In addition, I also have other weddings that I am invited to that are out of town. I'm not in a relationship, and even if when I do get married, I will not be having a large wedding or do the destination batch party. So it's not like I will see any of this come back. Not that's what. Not that that's why I go to these any events, anyways. I understand what he's saying. Um, do, do I suck it up and wait until the wedding craze ends to start being able to take vacations that I want? Or is it time for me to say I need to sit out uh, of this other batch of parties? I don't want to hurt feelings by saying I can't afford the time and money for a party like that. And that and the at the same time, have them see pictures of me backpacking through Southeast Asia. Would love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? This is tough. It's an interesting this is thing. The, this is the podcast for luxury issues. This is why I love this email. Um, everything he said and wrote is a fabulously written email. Outstanding. It's a fabulous perspective. It is open, aware. It's everything I want from this podcast and an email. That, thank you. Yeah. Give it up for this guy. <laughs> Give it up for this guy. Because, listen, I hear it. You don't got endless amounts of cash. No, who does? No one has endless amounts of time. No. You want to take a trip to Southeast Asia, and you don't want to be judged for it. Here's, uh, James, what do you got? So I luckily, this is, this is where being a comic is so great. You, you have it, a built-in excuse. It's unbelievable when you're not blown up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. I have to. I have I to grind it out. Yeah, I, yeah. I have to work that weekend. Sure. I got out of so much shit. Yeah. It cost me a relationship back in the day, but what are you going to do? It cost to do a well, business. Well, that, that is true for non-comics as well. 
it's going to cost you a couple relationships. It's tough. And here's the thing. Bobby Kelly has a great bit about how your friend group gets smaller as you get older. Without a doubt. That happens not just to anybody. It happens to everybody. My group of friends, I have people. If a guy from college called me right now, I would happily take the call, have the conversation, enjoy that they want thought of me to call me for whatever it was. But that group of people that I see is way smaller than the ones that could call. So I, my life has been streamlined. There's less people that I see. Even there are close friends of mine that I probably haven't seen in like a year. Yeah. And I, you know, we kind of keep up over Instagram and like, you know, when people start having babies and getting married, like that's where their time goes. It's not. And, and this is twofold. <clears throat> this is to tell him that it's okay to say no to a wedding. It's okay. And it's okay to say no to a wedding for no reason at all. I can't make it that weekend. Why? I got a lot of work stuff, and I really just can't make it that weekend. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's okay to say no to a wedding. And you know how okay it is? People with weddings are building in numbers of people who will say no. So that's how little they care about you coming. You're just a number. <laughs> they care so little yeah. that they invited you knowing that 20% of you won't come. So you could be in the 20%. You can be in that great party of people that didn't have to get off the couch. So this is also to say that you're not going to have a lot of time to go to Southeast Asia in a few years. Southeast Asia is fucking gone soon. <laughs> that is <laughs> that's gonna be underwater it's gonna be <laughs> you're gonna have to take a raft well it's gonna be yeah. under the water of your life yeah because 38 year olds with babies with a two-year-old and a five-year-old aren't backpacking in southeast asia yeah that ain't happening if i pull them if i pull the backpackers guess who's not there Guess who likes to travel? <laughs> guess who likes to travel until is uh, traveling is one of their hobbies until they have a kid Everyone on Tinder and, inst uh, and on uh, and on Bumble. It's interesting. Yeah, you have till you have your first kid to do those things. Yeah, and then God willing, you retire and get the kids out, and you have a little money. That's and, when people travel. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. That you middle. Know, bye bye. Yeah, Southeast it's Asia out, is full of twenty year olds and seventy year olds. That's all it is. That's all it is. Bye bye Mykonos. Bye bye Mykonos. Bye bye Tulum. You're out. Au revoir, Cartagena. It's out. Your enunciation's next level. Goodbye, Reykjavik. It's over. <laughs> so you got 20-year-olds and 80-year-olds. 20-year-olds on 20-year-olds with backpacks, 80-year-olds with oxygen tanks. <laughs> those are the people in those fun Instagrammable towns. Yeah. And listen. We are here in Algarve, Portugal. Algarve. And it feels great. Goodbye, Algarve. <laughs> I I didn't even and I didn't even say hello to Argo. No, I didn't know it existed. I only saw yeah. it on The Bachelor. This is why and and some of you are like, well, now I'm gonna be no 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 no. You're not. You're not. I'm sorry. Vacation's over. Time for life. And some of you might have the money. Like, I'm not saying you don't. I'm not gonna count the money in your wallet. Some of you might be lucky enough to do these things, but it's because you're fucking lucky. Most people, the center part of the graph. When they're 40, 
with a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old or they're 40 with a 2-year-old and a 4-year-old, they're on the, the here's the trips they take. It's a pain in the fucking ass trip with a kid on their lap on Orlando. the plane to Orlando. <laughs> to shithole Anaheim. USA. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in Orlando October for the U Up Lives. Good. As Ben Higgins mentioned. But I'm going to adopt an eight year old and come to your show. And the then show. you're going to meet up with us and go to Pirates of the Caribbean, baby. Uh, let me give some insider information. The Orlando show for U Up and the Nashville show for U Up, we've booked the guests. Yeah. You're going to want to be there. You're going to want to be there. I'm going to be in the South. You're going to want to be there. I might, I might the, fly out to Nashville and hang out with you. G-E-T-S gets. So here. So this is it's all certainly to say, an ending you won't see coming. You won't see it coming. So this is, what I, this is all to say to this guy. Say no to more weddings. As I think after 20, and, and also, but here's the other thing you have to keep in mind. With less weddings comes less chances to get together with these people that you do like. So you have to understand that these weddings, if we're going to make it selfish, the weddings are a chance for you to see people that you won't see again, but they're also taking away from the trip to Southeast Asia. So that's the choice you're making. Yeah. Because you're like, no, 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 I'll see my friends forever. No, 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 no. You will not. Your friends in Southeast Asia go away in your 30s. (laughs) They start to strip away. So you have to pick. You got to pick. What's more important to you? What do you want to get in? It sounds like he has a bunch. Yeah. So when they're all, look, you're going to still bump in these cats. Yeah. So I think. You can't do like five in a year. You got enough's enough. I think three weddings in a year is enough. Tap out. I I think at 29. That's the salary cap. That's the salary cap. That's it. It's a hard cap. And then you get your one vacation. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's like for this guy, he's asking about a very specific situation where he's asked to plan the bachelor party. I would go to the friend. The, he's asked to plan a bachelor party at a beach that's not Jersey. And I would go, hey, man, uh, I've been thinking about long weekends and weekends we can do it. I kind of asked around. What I would do is lie to the friend. I go, I asked around the bachelor party. Um, everyone's in for everyone's kind of coming back to me being like they want to do like Jersey Shore, Delaware. And if you want to get out of Jersey, go to Delaware, Delaware, the Delaware Fun. Shore. Uh, go to Secrets in Ocean City, Maryland. That's a great bachelor party location. I did one there. Go to Ocean City, Maryland, if you if he doesn't want to be in Jersey. Is that where the, the, the floor is sand? The floor is sand, and they also have a dance floor that bounces, and then they have this little bay that is full of piss and shit, and everyone's drinking in it. It's What's great. That, excuse me? It's a, just a shit bay. So, Boy, you're doing a good hard sell on that. <laughs> hey, go where the shit bay but is, I'm baby. I'm saying this guy has to realize <laughs> that he is, you know, go. To, I would go to the friend and be like, hey, here are the other options. We're not flying. Drivable. New England, Ocean City, Maryland, Jersey. You take your choice. I asked around the group. That's kind of what everyone wants to do. Also, everyone doesn't want to do a long weekend, so we want to do this weekend. Here are three choices. And if he wants to put you in charge, now that's the person in charge. If he goes, I don't know about that, you go, hey, man, I'm, I, I, I'm working on this. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. It always seems like with, with women, the wedding is their Super Bowl or their World Cup. It all mm. builds to that culmination. They want everything perfect. They want doves to, to shit flowers and all that. Yeah. The minute the, uh, <laughs> the, the music plays. Dudes, it is, I've never seen it before like this, but of late, the bachelor party has become the dude's Super Bowl in life. And he's convinced bit. himself yeah. that it's going to be his only one, even though he's going to get married eight more times. Like my, friend got, my friend got a divorce, and I just got invited to his second 
away bachelor party. Yeah, I mean, no. You, you lose your rights at that yeah. point. Yeah. Train podcast at gmail.com. There's no more road games after that. It's home games. Yeah, I should be able to roll off my couch into your bachelor yeah. party. But now it's like, we have to fly. Uh, it's to, a whole thing. Everyone's going to Montreal for fucking three days. I, like, I just don't know where everyone got money. Everyone's ev- doing well. Everyone's doing great. Everyone's doing great. We are sponsored people. Indochino, Indochino, Indochino was founded, founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. I, I Listen, a suit off the rack is made for the rack. They made it for the fit models. I don't know if you guys know anybody that does this type of stuff, but I've met over the course of my life, and model makes it sound like, oh, they're all hot. No, 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 no. They have these things called fit models that are body types to fit clothes around. And guess what? It's not you, okay? Indochino makes you the fit model. What makes it look good on your chest, makes it look good on your waist, makes it look good on your butt. Here's the thing. I'm a short torso, wide-bodied guy. They ain't making the suits for me. That's why I love Indochino, okay? Because they're going to make it directly for your body, okay? To your taste. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made your exact measurements for a great fit. I'd even, if you're a lady listening, this is such a fantastic gift. I'm telling you right now, your dad, your brother, your, 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 your boyfriend, the guy you're seeing... Whatever it is, we're coming up on the holiday season. Get ahead. I mean, get it, get it, get it for them now so they're wearing it to Hanukkah dinner. That's the move. And you get personalized all the details, including your lapel lining and your own monogram. That's fun. Come on, people. And every guy needs a good-looking suit. You choose your fabric, pick your customizations, submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom, so you can even make a day of it. Hey, let's go to the showroom. We'll get your measurements. I'll take you to lunch. Two weeks later, you got a suit. Or you can do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino. Chino.com when entering J Train at checkout. That's J Train, J Train, J Train. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code J Train for $30 off your purchase of $399 or more. An incredible deal for made to measure clothing. Listen, you're not walking into the tailor. You know, Giuseppe ain't taking you for under a thousand. Okay? Indochino is going to take you. $30 off a purchase of $3.99 or more. It, that's a suit. It ain't no, this, you know, this is a high-end type of deal. You're going to wear it. You're going to love it. It's going to look good. Get it now. B- treat the person in your life. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Wear with James Mattern, at yeah. James L. Mattern. No segue. That's the, that's the album. Go get it now. How often should I text three months in? That's a great point. J Train, big fan of the show. I have implemented your dating advice numerous times, gotten great results, way better the advice than the girlfriends give. You rock, don't even don't ever change. Now to my question, I've been seeing a guy uh, or whatever you want 
want to call it for about three to four months now. In the beginning, he would blow up my phone, texting daily, lots of good morning, hope you're having a great day text, and calling about once a week. However, once we hit two to three months, that slowed. Now we can only call occasionally to catch up on our weeks. It's been a while since we've been we've seen each other or text to make plans. Occasionally a little banter here and there. But neither of us are big casual texters in general because we both have busy jobs, lots of hobbies, so we keep that so we keep that to a minimum. We are currently in the stage of dating where we are introducing each other to Well, hold on. She wrote, Now we can only call he we only call occasionally to catch up on our weeks if it's been a while since we've seen each other. Oh, okay. We are currently in the stage of dating where we're introducing each other to the friends and inviting each other to weekend trips. So I don't believe that texting calling has dwindled down because he's slow fading me because he wouldn't uh, be taking those next steps unless there was serious, right? Yeah, I wouldn't think so, especially since I ever I if I ever initiate a call or text, he replies in a timely fashion. I like to believe that our texting calling has slowed down simply because we're getting into a normal routine. It's not just sustainable text good morning every day, right? The question is, do your texting calling habits typically change the longer you've been doing dating someone or should he be texting, calling me as frequently as he did in month one of dating if he was truly interested in me and as a serious relationship? What do you think? I think this is thinking too much, and we all do it. Yeah, I agree. And I've done that. And ironically, I, I have discussed similar yeah. stuff like this in the past with you. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Just go. First of all, well, I would go banana if a girl texts me every day good morning. I would honestly come well, close to morning, throwing the phone through the fucking window. The good morning text is a lot. Yuck. Let's let's just hate it. Let's just get that out there. Hate it. Good morning How, text. How's your morning? The, the only same re- as everyone. Yeah. Uh, the only else's, reason he yeah. texted you good morning was because he wanted you to say goodnight to his penis. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. So <laughs> I, he didn't. He wasn't texting good morning because good that's penis. his thing. Good night, <laughs> penis. Good, good morning. Good night, penis. That's what he wanted. Uh, yeah. You know, put the penis to sleep. That's it. So the good morning text is a lie. If anyone's sending that to you right now, lying. If they're, they're doing it... Because it's such a bullshit. The good morning does such a bullshit thing. It seems like old timey shit. Like and like like a prince when he's courting someone would morning. send like a, a dove with a note. Good morning, my love. <laughs> I can't wait to see you later with fresh cherries. Like some horse shit. Yeah, it's horse shit. Yeah. It is, and it's guys trying to sound like gentlemen yeah. when they're not gentlemen. <laughs> good night, penis. Good night. Say goodnight to my penis. I think that's a great new T-shirt for you. Good morning. Good, good night. Good, good morning. Texts are for goodnight good penis. It's for goodnight penis. <laughs> well, so let's just. So the only reason he was doing that was to convince you that he was a nice guy and a gentleman. Yeah. Which he did, and now the now the bullshit has wiped away from the screen. Now that that's gone. You say, I agree with you. This isn't a big deal. You're setting into the normal. As long as you have plans and as long as you're get, he's getting back to you and you and this is all good. What was the advice I gave you? Well, years ago with somebody, I was showing Jared the, uh, <laughs> the text and I, at that point, I was chasing it. I was putting too much effort and yes. she would write this like relates, a line. This relates yeah. to what she's saying because... You were you were kind of seeing someone, yes. and sh- the text she would write one thing, and then you were like, I would write three, or I would put a bunch of paragraphs and sentences, and Jared just simply 
before even so analyzing and reading you, it. You go, you go, what do you think of this interaction? And before he even reads one and word. I look at the screen. Lots of blue. <laughs> I'm, I was putting too much. And I do say that to I other people now. That. I go, that's look, a dude, lot that's of blue. a lot. I will tell that to people. I'm like, yo, man, that's a lot of blue. Yeah. You got to you got to think about that. If you're writing it's novels and they're, blue. and they're giving you a sentence. Yeah. Take it back or think it Dude, nothing's better than getting that LOL with nothing else or the one word. Put the mic down. Put the mic down. Put the mic down, go to the green it's room and hang out a while. Don't you don't want to drown in the Atlantic. You need to see some land. It's like a bird. Yes. A bird never flies too far away from an island. Yes. If okay. It's, if it's one of your boys, someone you're chill with, a friend. You, Sometimes they just forget. You can add you other gotta things. You got to see some gray so that you don't drown. It's a, another friend of mine, my friend Dustin, years ago told me that when you're texting like a, someone into a relationship, it's like a tennis match, right? Yeah, pop, 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 pop. pop, pop, pop don't pop, hit the pop, fucking pop. net. Don't. So, and Stay so, out of the net, baby. So the change in texting, and this is kind of what I'm getting at, as you start going, you it's not that you're texting more or less it's that you texting more like yourself so that's the big change be who you is be who you is so it's not that we're saying i'm not saying to you 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 should text this amount you should be texting that amount or he should be text what i liked from her email is he always responds he's there for me but are you being more you are you texting the thing that is is close? Are you closer to conversational you and farther away from good morning you? So that's what you have to, and that means you're getting more entrenched with someone. Yeah. If we're gonna speak in text terms, so to me this is fine. It's less, but you're having hangouts. But ask yourself the question: Are you being more you? That's what needs to happen. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with james mattern at james l mattern on instagram the album no segue let's do another email go get it go get it go get it no segue no segue is third date ghosting a thing jared i recently started listening to your podcast and a huge fan i previously listened to the you up and now have made my way to the j train thank you I need some advice because I feel like I'm constantly running into the same situation. I met a guy about a month ago at a wedding, mutual friend's wedding. We, he came up to me, got my number. We went on a date the next week. Fast forward to our third date recently, slept together, went great. We slept together on our second date, FYI. We chatted that weekend, then boom, haven't heard from him in a week. All of our conversations were super engaged. We had a good time. Why do guys lose interest? Did he lose interest? Lastly, should I have stated what we both were looking for right away? I'm also 29 and he is 25. Just some feedback so I may maybe can adjust my expectations in the future. What do you think? So I think it's kind of like a restaurant sometimes, right? Okay. The first time you go, you hear all the hype, you're excited to eat sure. there. You can't process if you enjoyed the the ambiance, you can't process Love the this. meal if you if it was good. So you go back again mm -hmm. to get the full opinion. Sure. And at that point, you might realize it's not for me. That this yeah. place isn't for me. Yeah. And or it was good for that, but I don't need to go eat there for a while. Yeah. That yeah. happens. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. But just they got their fill of that experience. It's, it's way. And now there's another experience they want to go. They don't want to eat Thai anymore. They want to just go get a greasy burger, and you're this, not providing a burger. This is very male experience driven, what yeah. James is saying, because I agree with it completely. If you're 
a woman listening, you might be going, well, that's not my experience. But listen, this is some dude this shit. Is this dude shit yeah, that you come shit. here for. And that is an experience that this guy that she went on dates with and fucked and he disappeared. He's nodding along with us. It's it's not from our end. It's what it is. I'm not going to speak to the woman side of yeah. things. I can't tell you how to feel. But from the male end, take some whatever comfort you can get from knowing how impersonal this was and how it's not about you, it's the match. And it's not about you're not good, great, or wonderful. It's about... Yeah, I went. It was good. I'm kind of looking for something else, but I really enjoyed that restaurant. I totally agree. Look, look at it in the positive that you had two good times, and and that's if you never ha- met this dude, you wouldn't yeah. have had those two good times. Look at it that way. That what those I, are a plus, not a minus. That there's not a third or something else after well, that. Well, this is the other thing, and this is the thing that I think women, if I was like a lot of. She's wrote she had sex the second I she's going to relate the sexual experience to whether he liked her or not. It's way less about that than she wants to than any of us. It's the sex was what he came there for. And the match is what he thought he might stay for. You know, like it's like and it sucks to hear because we come in dick first, dick first. And she's coming in going. I, I what I need from her and it's it's a learning experience and it's tough to you know you got to learn it what's your relationship with sex did you have a good time having would you if you could go back would you have not have had sex knowing what you know now and that's kind of because she asked and it's okay I some Either feedback way. or how I can maybe adjust my expectations in the future that's the feedback I'm giving you is Everyone has their different relationship with sex. You know, some people, if you have sex with me now, I want to, you know, keep, I want to stay at this restaurant. I want to be, this is my kitchen now. You know, if you're sitting there going, sex was great, I had a good time. Yeah, it sucks it didn't work out. Then then you handle, then you're, then good for you. You got yours. But if you walked away going, I want, I thought sex would have kept him here longer. That will never happen. No. Not every customer goes in wanting to become a repeat customer. Mm. Some people just want to, Tuesday I'm eating here, one day maybe I'll go back, but Wednesday I'm eating here. Yeah. That's how some people, and I know that's viewed as wrong or whoring about or sure, whatever, sure. but some people are wired that way. I'm not good with relationships. Yeah. I kind of like, I was a late bloomer, I kind of like having fun and bouncing about and see what happens. Yeah. And I, that's who I am, and it's, it's, it's not personal, it's my business. It's just how I handle shit. It's like if we go back to the restaurant thing, if you at the end just start giving free desserts to everybody. Yeah. And you're doing that expecting the free dessert will get them to come back. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. You're going to lose a lot of desserts. You are. (laughs) I would say. Boy, the cost is going to go skyrocket. Yeah, give out a dessert because you you like the customer and you wanted to give them a dessert. Here's some bread pudding. Not because you were going to get something back in return. Because people will sit at your restaurant. You'll get people coming in just for the desserts. You'll get people that are like, yeah, I'll have the bread. Uh, don't you guys do a dessert thing here? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Good morning, creme brulee. Yeah. Good night, penis. This is, the, this, is a, <laughs> this, is, this is all about the relationship we have with sex. Because she references sex. This is why we're bringing it up. You're 29. You went out with a 25-year-old guy, okay? 
the 25 year old guy, I'm gonna bet, because what every guy says when, and like she's like, could I have gotten out in front of it? Every guy says the same thing. They go, they go, yeah, of course I want to be in a relationship, but I want to like see what happens and. You know, like, they go, yeah, but I want to, like, uh, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking, like, you know, go out with someone and have fun and, you know, maybe a relationship. It's, but it's, like, the maybe relationship is so far down the road oh for that. It is absolutely far. So I understand where she's, like, getting upset. She's, like, how do I get rid of this third date thing? The other thing about it is the third date, guys know the numbers now. We're aware. The, the, the machine has become... Aware, self-aware. We know that you're like, first date, I get to know you. Second date, I get to trust you. Third date, I get to fuck you. This is like baseball. It's, it's advanced uh, statistics. Advanced metrics. Saber metrics. Yeah, this, we know. <laughs> but this is true. Like, if you're at the third date, so that's why, you know, it goes both ways. A lot of girls will be like, yeah, we went on three dates and he disappeared and he doesn't, doesn't want to go out again. We haven't had sex. It's like, yeah, he doesn't want to go out again because he knows fourth date sex means that he's saying he wants to be something more. This is Moneyball. That playing. should be a new stat. Money Date. money nuts. D-A-3. <laughs> D-A dates after third. Dates after third. Dates after third count That's towards funny. a relationship. Yeah. Dates after third, we know. Yeah. So. How long have you been going out? Um, We've had uh, a currently eight D-A-3s. If a girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. He's your boyfriend now. But if you're at a show hosting, <laughs> like you and I both host. Yeah. If someone's in the front row and we go. Uh, how long you guys been together? Oh, this is our third date. Oh shit! A lot of pressure. the whole crowd, everyone in the crowd. If you go, people oh, lean back. People, people lean, lean back, back when they, they go, hear that. Oh, oh, oh third date. <laughs> third date, and sometimes you'll be like, oh, three, blow no fuck, right? <laughs> and then they look at you like, what? How'd they know? You know, so. This is something I, I don't know if this is helpful. <laughs> we've given a, we've given a lot of uh, you know metaphors here, but I think the restaurant one helps. And the dessert thing is like, you know, if you're own a restaurant, you give someone a dessert, it's because you you wanted to genuinely you thought they were a good customer, uh, and you felt good about giving it to them. I wouldn't give dessert out to get a uh, to have a repeat customer because no one's gonna do that. Yeah, and new people will show up for that dessert. New people show up for dessert. We are sponsored people. Quip, 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 quip. I was a customer of Quip before they signed on with a podcast. I love the idea of never having to think, how long has my toothbrush been in this little toothbrush holder? I love that. Take it out of your mind. The stress is gone. Do you know how many days I was sitting here stressing about my toothbrush? Not anymore. Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. That's another thing. Quip comes with this like little tiny guide where it's like you there's an age where you age out of toothbrush, toothbrushing questions. You at the age of 15, you're automatically just not allowed to ask about brushing your teeth. Do it in the morning, do it at night, that's it. You can't go, well, I Counterclockwise? How long? No, 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 no. You're an adult now. Stop asking questions. Get to the coal mine. You're done asking toothbrush questions. That's why Quip is great. They send you a little packet. They they have a timer that tells you it 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 it'll time each quadrant of your mouth. And it's just one of those things. Like I didn't think of like how much toothpaste to use. That's another thing. Quip was like, hey, you're using too much. You can use a little pea size. And you're like, whoa. Thanks, Papa Quip. 
Quick, Quip has made your uh, brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and yes, even more enjoyable. Most people brush too hard. With Quip, you can scrub your chompers with sensitive sonic vibration. It's gentle on your sensitive gums. And most people don't brush evenly. They only focus on one part of their mouth. But this toothbrush has a built-in timer. This is what I'm talking about. That pulses every 30 seconds. And I will tell you this. The minute you get a Quip and it starts pulsing those 30 seconds... So it does, it'll do four pulses, then turn off on its own, okay? You try and do the 30 seconds and then realize how little you've brushed your teeth in your life. If you're getting done with the 30-second pulses on each quadrant and you go, hey, I, I usually go longer, um, DM me because I can't believe that for a second. Quip is just keeping you on your game. And they deliver new brush heads to you on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. That's what I'm talking about. I love that. Right to your door. Hey, Jared, throw it away. Here's the newbie. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. It has thousands of verified five-star reviews. Okay, so it's, it's legit. It's also cool looking and sleek. I'm, I mean, that's not important to me. I don't walk around bragging about how cool my toothbrush looks. But listen, whatever gets you there. That's why I love Quip and why they've, they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. That's the, the stat I'm going to bring up. Hey, what's, what's up with your toothbrush? Oh, it looks cool. I got a Ferrari toothbrush. No, no, no. Backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. That's what I'm talking about. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain, that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Getquip.com slash JTrain right now. You get your first refill pack for, let me say it, let me say it, free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. Get your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash JTrain. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain and brush like an adult. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com let's do one more email then we'll do some news okay one more email i'll give you the cho- the choice long distance to break up late summer fling or cuffing season defining casual friends without benefits so men don't always want to hook up dm slide did my A plus BJ get worse? Would you rather any of these speaking to you? I mean, I, th- I we've been friends for a long time. Sure. Based on what you know of me, which one of those do you think I Did was going to? Did my A plus oh, BJ? Of course, my friend. Also, my worse. poker face was not. <laughs> I really get, I, I showed a tell right there. As you I am said not it. trying to pat myself on the back here. Okay, humble brag, maybe, but I'm a 24. I am 24, and the past few guys I've been with over the years have said that I give one of the best blowjobs they've ever had. Good work. She's a lottery pick. Yeah. And I got to his office fully prepared <laughs> to suck his dick. <laughs> if they are just telling me for that, fine. But I've always thought it to be a skill that I don't mind sharing. However, I am recently with a guy dating for a few months, and the sex have been has been great. But every time I go down on him, he interrupts me about two to three minutes in and pulls me up to continue the hookup. Is this a thing? What guy doesn't want to just continue on with these blowjobs? Did my A plus BJ skills get lowered, or is this just a common thing that maybe he wants to hook up and do other things than rather than simply have a BJ? Didn't think guys were like that, uh, like that, as literally nobody I've been with before has ever stopped me midway. 
would love your thoughts. What do you think? No, so this is a testament to how great your BJ is. So I'm with you. When you start going, at, so mm -hmm. guys, I don't particularly, I don't not like blowjobs, blow but I want to get to the, what's it, let's go restaurant again. Dude, the calamari's great, but I'm paying for the steak. I, I want to have sex. That's what I'm into. <laughs> but now when you start hooking up, right? You don't want to eat too much calamari. Yes, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. bread and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, to ruin the steak. That's it. So, because, um, Here's the thing. So when you start going out with someone and the, the girl gives you a great blowjob, you ride that out and you might finish because you don't know yeah. if you're going to have sex. That might be the main event. So you should sure. embrace it. But once you're already having sex, it's like, that was great. You got me going. Now let's get to the main event. That I completely agree with you. Um, and you're too women, good. You might pop him and he might be gone for a while. There's two types of guys. Yeah. There's guys that are there to get blown and guys that are there to fuck, have a good fuck. There is two different people, yes. And the guys that are there to get blown, and there's a reason that they're guys in your past because they didn't really care about you that much, okay? I'm not trying to connect how we care. I, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to make people believe that because a guy doesn't let you, finish, you know, blow him to fruition, he loves you. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But this guy cares about getting you off. Which I've been in this position. I'm getting a blowjob. I lo love a blowjob. Let me, let me repeat myself. I love a blowjob. Okay? That's right. Love it. Love it. Love it. I would caress a blowjob. Hold it in my hand. Put my cheek against it. I am it. a young, vibrant man. I am. I am. I am a young, vibrant man. Good so, morning, blowjob. Good morning, blowjob. <laughs> good night, penis. So that's, well, this is the thing. Good night, penis relates to this because you come from a blowjob. I sit there like a dead carcass afterwards. It's over. It's all over. The, baby game, the, sh the show is over. <laughs> We've shot the gun. I got no more bullets. It's but the done. show must go on. But that's the problem. Yeah. That's why he's lifting you in. That's why he's patting you on the on the arm like you're a right hander that he needs to come <laughs> in in the in the eighth. Inner Sandman's playing. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying to you, "I love this blowjob, but I want us both to be in on the party." And I know if you go a minute fucking longer because you have an A plus blowy game. I'm going to fucking end this show. Game set, man. I don't want to end the show. So let that happen. I mean, and, and that's not to say you can go to him, stiff arm him. You can. I've had this happen with, you know, in my relationships where you're getting blown. I'm like, hey, get up here. Let's fucking do this. And it's like, no, 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 no. Ease your head. Ease your head, child. <laughs> it's your night. <laughs> it's your night. Enjoy. Enjoy. And it's like, you can go both ways. You can reach up and go, easy child. I'm going to... Nothing like easy child before a blowjob. Oh. <laughs> you mean this is my night? And they go, lay your kepi. And that's you coming. So it doesn't... <laughs> that's me coming. So that's the point, is when he pulls you up, that's for him saying, I want us both to be in on this. Yeah. If you give him the, no, 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 ease your head, child, that's you saying, I'm going to go through the whole thing because I want to do this. But do what you want to do, but I'm saying, this is someone that is looking to have the sexual experience with you. I, I'm totally on board. This is uh, a guy who doesn't want to end the show. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. 
James Madden, thank you for coming on. I had a blast, buddy. Thank At you so much. James L. Madden. No segues is the podcast. Shelby, let's do a couple news stories. You were annoyed famously by a Great Dane on a plane, if I'm not mistaken. There was a Great Dane on a flight of mine, and I talk about it on stage. Tough, tough, tough. Yeah. It's gotten out of control. The thing is with these dogs is like, you know, you see a Great Dane. His name is Colonel. He's like a famous Great Dane. So he has a following. You know, have you seen these? That is a great, great Dane name, Colonel. Of course it is. Fuck Colonel. You you just can't be like Booster if if you're a great Dane. Do you think that's ridiculous? Like, like to bring it on on a plane? Yes. There's nowhere to move already. You bring that fucking thing. thing. Like it becomes this like politicized thing where it's like, and I don't I don't agree with the people that are like fuck dogs on plane. Like I get it. If you want your little pool, no. Like if you have an appropriately sized dog. And you're petting it on the plane. I get it. That makes you feel better. Appropriate size is the key. That's the thing. That it's an all or nothing play. That's that's when people start taking advantage. Like, I'm trying to think of another scenario. Like, I can't. I can't just like walk in. You know, I can't. You there's there's rules that live in gray areas of life. Yeah. You can be five foot five to get on the on the uh, roller coaster. Why does that exist for the dogs? Well, yeah. How would you feel about this? Somebody brought a damn mini horse on a plane. Well, this I mean, is it's the just natural progression. This was natural because the minute you start, you know, the minute we put feelings over common sense is the minute that shit gets out of control. So the minute you start saying, well, I get anxiety. You don't care about everything's, you know, if you have crippling anxiety, you think a horse, How's the horse in, a, make it in a confined place do, is making that better? Do you get do you get peace when the horse shits on row six? What if they are allergic? What if someone's allergic? Why do you not? Why is it all about you? Yeah. Abria Hensley. What a name of someone who would bring a horse. Of course that's someone who would have a horse. Abria. Her seven-year-old, 135-pound mini horse named Flirty. <laughs> Can I just say this, Shelby, to that name? Say that name again. Flirty. Yuck. Yeah, it's a bad name. For a name. fucking horse? Flirty. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Flirty. Brings yeah. the uh, the mare, because it reminds her to take her medication and provide support when she becomes overwhelmed, who is allergic to dogs, and she also has PTSD. See, these, uh, the PTSD, uh, and listen... Did she, was she in? Is she a service person? Is was she in war? Doesn't say. See, PTSD is one of those things that you can bring up that becomes the shield. Yeah, and it's being because used for it, things beyond what it used to be. Well, to be quite is, honest, this is the yeah. thing. She and this is, and you might be like, "Well, don't be mean to people with PTSD." No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm trying to protect the people with PTSD. To for her to say. The only way through this as a horse is kind of you're degrading people with that He's problem. Actually been through war and, and have actual problems. So yeah. I because when you say I have PTSD, people back away. Yes. They go, I'm not going to be the person. I'm not anti PTSD. Do you know what I mean? Like even 
us talking about it on the safest podcast yes. to talk about it, I'm still going. I still have to say, well, I'm not. Because here's the problem. And I see it when I put a joke on Instagram. You'll have we're, we're in a room full of everyone now. So you don't have to have any smarts. You could be a 13-year-old who goes, oh, you hate people with PTSD? And you go, get the fuck out of the yeah. conversation. She, uh, the horse does have an Instagram. And yeah, judging, I don't believe her. The owner is a service woman. She looks like she... Enjoys a bite to eat. Okay. Well, well, well I mean, yeah. you get out of the you get out of the you barracks. get out the seas. Sometimes things so happen. I I I, I will <laughs> say though. Once you get to shore, you eat a little. But this is what happens when you put emotion over practicality, emotion over reasonability. Oh. And you know what? I'm the one who has to pay for it because she flies once a year and then expects me to. And I'm flying every week, and I got to deal with the shit. Yeah. Let's do the next story. Well, we don't really get political on this show. Yeah, we're we're not very political, but you know, we talk about I think we're more of an issues-based podcast than a political podcast, yep. But uh one I figure that this kind of it's uh you guys are both comedians, uh, joke professors. Love a good joke, yes. yep. So I feel like you jokeologists, you'd uh lend your opinion to uh some material from presidential hopeful Amy Klobuchar. Okay, so Amy Klobuchar is a is she's running for president? Okay, what do we have a background or any? What is she's she? a Democrat? Okay, Minnesota. she Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, she, right when she announced, she got a lot of flack because she's famous for being a very mean boss. She, okay, she, like, she shot threw, shit. She threw a binder at somebody's head before. Ah, we could use that. I don't know. I'd like to throw a binder <laughs> at a emotional support mini horse. So what do we think? Here is a. I'll just. I'll play you some audio. So she did some stand up. Well, I'll play you some audio. Okay. You'll you'll see for yourself here. Tweet. He made fun of me for talking about climate change in the middle of a blizzard, and he called me Snow Woman. So I wrote back, <laughs> that joke hey, killed. Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Hold on, for the listeners. So I wrote back. These are different. These are... These are different rallies. Doing the same joke. Same joke. Donald and it, Trump. The science is on my side. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Delivers it the same way every Sometimes, time. Sometimes, if you haven't noticed, you use a little humor. Like when he called me snow woman at my announcement oh my in the middle of that thing. Oh, my God. I wrote back on Twitter, I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back. Hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back. Uh, hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back. I wrote back. I tweeted back. The, the science, science is on, on my side. side. And I'd like to see and how I'd your like hair would fare. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare. How many times did she do it? And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Mr. Umbrella Man. She fucked it up there. Snow Woman. So I wrote back, oh. I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I, 
I love that clip because also it's funny because anyone could do this to a stand-up comic. Anyone could take, but sure. that's why stand-up is a, is a more of a live thing. And, you know, like they're coming to her shows. She doesn't realize that all her shows are taped. So this yeah. is like if every set at the cellar of mine was taped and put up and then put on a like a thing and me going. But what's funny to me about this, what do you think? Well, this is old school. Old, yeah. old school politics before this media became what it was. Sure. If you don't this think Lincoln worked. did the same joke yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. he was barnstorming, this but now worked. you can't. But now... Now you got to go on different I, podcasts and do different stories on all the different podcasts. I mean, she's polling horrible anyway. Yeah. Based on that alone, <laughs> I would never vote for her yeah. because she's not aware. She's well, so not self-aware. This, this, and. This, that I don't want you to represent me. If if you aren't smart enough to realize you're being filmed and you do the same joke every here's time, the, here's yuck, the yuck, Listen, yuck. Trump is a master improviser. This Trump, the thing. Don't I listen? Say what you want. I have to say yeah. that now. But I'm saying, Trump. Did you notice one thing? Here's the thing we know as comics. Repeating your tweet never gets a, and I tweeted. Yeah. If it starts with and I tweeted, it's a bad joke. You're done. You're done. You're an overcooked but steak. The funniest part about that is Snow Woman gets a laugh every time. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even give it the line it should be given. And then she gets to her part of the joke and she like over enunciates yeah. and does a little like her body gets she oversells. She's trying to sell it. She didn't have to sell Trump's joke, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Snow Woman, you heard in the first one, they go, she goes, and he called me Snow Woman, and it gets a huge laugh. It is a funny thing to call somebody. And then he goes, and then she goes, so I tweeted back, and everyone's like, yuck. Ugh, well, we're already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. And it is funny that this is the new age. You got to come with new stuff every time, and you can't go in going, so I'll do my snow woman thing and then i'll you know like this isn't stand-up it's got to be improv this is one of the reasons why uh trump is is successful and yeah it, um he's like an old school he cuts like an old school wrestling promo he has his bullet points yeah he promotes what he wants to <laughs> yeah. he keeps these the he goes to the hits but he, he changes everything else around it he repeats himself but in a more natural way and yeah. this is like the modern wrestling thing where it's a scripted thing yeah. and it's soulless and it just you're saying the line it, it is it's unbelievable. It's like, you know, when the, it's like that thing that people make fun of now, but it, it is a real thing where it's like people vote based on who they get a beer with. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, I think we do everything based on who we get a beer with. And he doesn't like, even drink Trump. That's the, the <laughs> hilarious thing about it. Like, but like, you know, I would have a person on the podcast that I would have a beer with. You know, yeah. like I would have, I would, you know, so when I watch her going, and so I tweeted, I'd be like, Get me out of the room w with this person. Would you want to watch a game <laughs> with this person? It's kind of no. kind of like that. Like yeah. if she's overwatching the game, Jesus Christ. Trump, like him or not. But yeah. he's probably gonna make you laugh watching the fucking Falcons game. I well listen, I I there there are things. My brother and I send each other just like videos of him doing shit. And it's yeah. like it is so unbelievable. Like I, this is again not a politics yeah. podcast, but just like the idea, like the guy understands the room and set up punch. He does understand that. Um, and she does not. Does not. Not aware. Not it's aware, just, unfortunately. And also, you know what this does? You know, like, it's like, you know, with so many people running, 
it only you know she only makes the part her side look bad like and out to lunch like it just doesn't i think she's less help than more running sure so that's my two cents shelby thank you for bringing the news Thanks for having me, Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> at Classic Shelb, you can get in touch with him about his political stance. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Um, James Madden, thank you for coming. Oh, on. man. J-Train, Such thank you so much. It's been a minute. This is, um, your it's podcast so is so you. great. I'm not just thank saying you, it because I'm here and you're my friend and I love you. You, uh, this is so great what you do here. It's your energy. I, I really. Bring it. I already came from the gym. I'm going to go back. You've motivated me <laughs> to do more with my I, life. And Shelby brings the heat. I still have to go. At James L. Mattern on Instagram. Go follow. The album is no segues. Get in your life, babies. I'm Jared Freed. At Jared Freed on Instagram. Every Tuesday and Friday. Does Ben Higgins have my dates still? Because I'm going to be out there, and I'm coming to your city. You can go to jaredfreed.com. I love when you guys come to shows. In addition to the dates Ben Higgins is going to give, I'm also in San Diego coming up in November, so that'll be fun. Um, the U Up Live shows are also doing a Northeast run in November. That'll be, I mean, those are already selling very quickly. Uh, New York Town Hall for New York Comedy Festival, uh, 1,500 people, special guests. How great is that? It's going to be fucking wild. Ben, where am I going? Hey, this is Ben Higgins here, and I want to let you know that Jared will be coming to do stand-up in the following cities. Appleton, Wisconsin on 10-3 through 10-5. And on the U Up tour in Miami, Florida on 10-10. Orlando, Florida on 10-11. Atlanta, Georgia on 10-12. And Nashville on 10-13. Well, Jared, best of luck, man. Thank you, Ben Higgins. We'll be back next episode. Boom.